0: Politics wrong, politics wrong, do it cause you're wrong, do it cause you're wrong, do it. Do cause they're, they're strong, do it cause they're wrong. do it they they're Hey, no. Cause they're from you, cause they're far. You to do it they they're strong. You're going long, you're going long. You're not in game.
1: this family like a ghost and we're talking about brand new political electronic song. We wrote Uh, what's interesting is we started our career as the ghost with an album called something wicked, which had the line something wicked. This way comes T R U M P. This was in 2016 prior to the election of Donald Trump. So we kind of predicted the kind of crazy um, nature of this, uh, you know. Lord, Um, So that kind of tells you, like, if you're into that, if you're a Trumper, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode. I don't think Trumpers would be into the ghost anyway. So what we're talking about is uh, PEM, which is political electronic music, which is another form of genre that we kind of created as the ghost. The other one is uh, Trash Wave, and uh, prior to that, Expansive Sound Experiments, which basically goes through the idea of doing... Kind of jazz fusion, progressive electronic, uh, raw, uh, you know, artistry that's not captured by a digital audio workstation. We're a dollarless recording uh, band. And so the song we have here is called For Those Too High to Engage, which is Joseph A. Electric, my alter ego's uh, kind of commentary on those kind of hipsters out there that are so. So say they're into politics, but then, you know, they're, they're, they're smoking or, or doping and whatever, and they don't actually participate in the political process. And then we get somebody like Donald J. Trump because they're not, they're not involved enough to um, understand that as a citizen, it's your responsibility to actually be part of the system, which means that you, whether whether or not you like the system or not, you should engage as a voter and speak your mind and make sure that you get the right outcome. The problem with the American voter is they you know, they'll get engaged on a presidential election but they don't handle the election of their local leaders and their state elections, local council members. They don't get involved and then they wonder why they're getting what they get. They get what they get because there are certain people who are very involved and they will They will kind of push their agenda, and if you don't push yours, you don't get out there. So this is a commentary on all those who don't engage in politics and think that it's boring or think it's not something they should be into. The result is somebody like a Donald Trump, uh, somebody who is actually very dangerous to our society. He's acting like a feudal lord. He is contradicting doctors on this coronavirus He's having individuals and it was an individual in New Hampshire who was contracted the virus, was told to stay in quarantine. But he said, because the president said he shouldn't have to worry about it because it's some kind of plot against him. He went out of his quarantine and infected other people. That is very dangerous to have a leader that is more concerned about his political election than than a disease. He actually dismantled the contagious disease, um, um, uh, office in the White House, which has put us way behind. We don't have the testing kits we need. We don't have the policy in place that's clear. And he contradicts doctors um, who are saying things, and he basically wanted to say that there was, everything was going to go down to zero patients, and that's not true. There are not zero patients in the U.S. There are patients who have died. So this is, this is a big example of how you should be now, if you do not like this, do not listen. We don't care about Trumpers in a way because we think they're totally, um, you know, basically, the politics of resentment. They didn't like the fact that an African-American became president. They felt a lot of resentment for that. They felt that he was getting something that he didn't deserve. I'm an African-American and I'm no part of Native American Blackfoot Indian. And I would have to say that you know we just like Native Americans who all the treaties were broken and just like African Americans who didn't get our 40 acres in a mule you know we've got some more resentment than any Trumper but we participate in society we've contributed to American society greatly through arts and music the, the art form of jazz the art form of hip-hop the original rock and roll bluesmen that created rock and roll like Lead Belly um great jazz players from Miles Davis to Coltrane so and innovative bands like Sun Ra and Parliament Funkadelic uh, you know, Mike Jackson, Jimi Hendrix, Prince list goes on and on uh, and Franklin, you know, all, all the great you know history of African Americans and music and art in the Harlem Renaissance. So For those of you who do not want to engage, this song is kind of talking about how you have a responsibility as a citizen to be part of the process and to actually stand up and make sure that the ship gets righted when there's a problem. So this song, beyond all the politics, because this is local electronic music, was created, as I said, without a dog. We think a dog limits you as an artist it gives you an ability to do something if you're not a musician per se that plays an instrument but if you're an instru- if a, if someone who plays an instrument I'm a keyboardist I like to play my hardware synths and keyboards directly in my studio and record directly into my my, my, my um, digital recorder which is a, a, a Zoom R24 which is similar to a DAW except what happens is you basically are you just play. And if you are a musician, you, you, you play you use your, you can use your sequences, you record, you can use your sampling, but you actually record directly into the machine and do a kind of old school like an old A tracker and record your work. In this way you can get a very really honest recording. And you don't tend to go back over obsessively trying to make it pitch perfect or be BPM perfect you're going for a feeling you're going for the honesty of actually song craft which is similar to painting I would call it sound painting and uh, Hendrix did that call it that back uh, when he did like the lady land when they asked him what the lady that represented is a sound painting and you, you can do a lot of interesting things when you layer music and are not controlled by the CPU of a DAW to go and do pitch corrections and timing corrections, you let the song be what it's going to be. Not that you come in and do it sloppy, but you you give it some character. (laughs) You do key changes, you do rhythm changes. Sometimes not, you know, playing perfectly, sometimes it's too antiseptic. So the whole idea of why after the whole new wave era, you have the grunge era, you know, after the heavy metal hair bands, you have Kurt Cobain and Pearl Jam, Stone Temple Pilots, you have all these, like, you know, great Alice in Chains, you have great grunge bands that had a punk aesthetic, but sometimes the punk aesthetic is what you need to kind of break through stuff that's overly composed or too highly produced to feel honest. Kurt Cobain, no one could say he didn't have honest, you know, realism in his music. That, that was what we wanted. Eddie Vedder and early Pearl Jam, very honest representation of, like, young people's angst and pain. And the whole idea of the grunge movement is, is another level of, like, what we saw with, you know, not as, a, a nihilistic, as a nihilistic as, I think like, the Sex Pistols or the Ramones, but, but more like it's, it's talking about social anomie and disconnection and, and uh, just a microcosm of, of how young people felt isolated and they wanted to be able to say something. And this the idea in this song is that we, we just express our, our our understanding that you need to, to be part of the process. All, you need to make sure that people aren't lined up against the wall, that people aren't put in cages, that people aren't scapegoated, that the other isn't blamed for all the society's ills when it's actually the upper percentile that are kind of big in the system to make it so they get everything and no way else gets anything. And that has to change for everything to move forward. You can't just have the top percentage of getting all the wealth because then where's the creativity going to come if you don't give people some kind of breathing room you need to have the workers not so engaged just for example I have to do a gig job for Uber I don't get healthcare I gotta work seven days a week to earn enough money for gas and, and just tolls to actually do the job at the end of, the, of a week in New England, I only, you know, I make about $1,100, but I have to pay 300 for my rent. I have to pay for gas. And I don't have health care. I don't have sick days. And I'm working 60 hours a week. That doesn't seem very fair. But I have to do it because I'm trying to earn money and I'm not going on public assistance. So I'm trying to do the right thing, but society is not really benefiting me in a fair compensation. I understand that like, if you're in a gig job and you don't work 40 hours, I can understand why you wouldn't get benefits. But I would think if you're in a gig job and you're working 60, 70 hours, you really deserve benefits and protections like you're an employee, because you are. So I would ask all those who listen to this program, if you like what we're doing, please become a supporter um, of the program. Help us out. Uh, we interview bands from around the world. We talk about our own music. Again, this episode is local electronic music. Check out the track. Um, and let us know if you have any comments on the
0: voice memo, and we'll talk to you later.